Welcome or welcome back to the company of the cat. Hi, I previously made a video about George Martin's writing style, some misconceptions about his style and how he's one of my favorite fantasy writers. And I asked if you'd like to see another one discussing some of George Martin's writing choices that did not make me read my panties. Some of you expressed interest, so here it is until my next theory is ready. Since this is an A Song of Ice and Fire channel, I will focus on A Song of Ice and Fire and the things he did in this project that could have been handled better. Before we dive in, if you enjoy my videos, don't forget to like and subscribe. So, the first one is more of a vague thing and not a specific habit per se. It has to do with Fire and Blood. George, the hub fucking over there. Fire and Blood came out in 2018 and I have to say that it is my least favorite publication by far. Before it came out, I was very excited because I am a huge fan of the world book. I think it was handled great. I am a firm believer that it is an extremely underrated publication and rereading the novels while having read the world book is a different experience and make everything more exciting and fun. Fire and Blood is a great information dump, but as a book is not fun to read. Actually, I find it kind of frustrating. I think it painted a great picture and explained many things in the universe and I would be a hypocrite if I said that it was completely useless since in my channel I have several videos that wouldn't be possible to make without it, but I can also understand the mixed reviews. If you have not read it more than once like me and other people who are interested in theories and analysis, then it is a very meh piece of literature, specifically for George Martin since we know he can do better. Like the world of Ice and Fire, Fire and Blood is a historical account that focuses only on the Targaryen dynasty. So problems like not focusing on magic and dragons this much or not being character driven, which I have heard as complaints, are not a problem for me since I didn't expect it to be. That being said, unlike the world book, it has a sizable portion of dialogues. And this is something I wouldn't care about as much if it was laid out better, but it's not very balanced with the rest of the text and I just found it annoying. This style can make historical events more vivid and it allows us to connect with the characters, but the way it was done here didn't work. Because excessive dialogue can overwhelm the narrative, making it difficult to keep track. And along with the structure of the book, it made everything more irritating to read as a complete literary piece from start to finish and not for research purposes for this channel. As for the structure, the book is written in a semi-chronological and semi-character driven manner with various Targaryen monarchs and historical events presented in a more episodic fashion. And I say semi-chronological order because there are minor events that may not follow a linear timeline and the switches between different Targaryen rulers and periods but with small parts that involve different people in them can make it kind of frustrating. So yeah, great premise, great information source, not the best execution. I know that these side publications are co-written but still they made it work in the world of Ice and Fire so I expected better. Do you remember in my previous video where I said even minor characters appearing briefly possesses depth and background, underscoring the idea that each character has their own story and complexity even if we only glimpse a part of it? Well, it is true, but not if you're a Dothraki. If you're a Dothraki, fuck you. Or something, I don't know. George dropped the ball when it comes to the characters of Iri, Ziki, Ago, Joko and Rakaro, and the Dothraki in general. These folks, who we met very early on, don't really get much character development. They stay pretty one-dimensional, the whole Dothraki gang. Instead of evolving and growing as the story unfolds and us learning more about them, they just kinda hang around Daenerys. We know more about many Giscari people and Missandei as well as someone Salid, and we met these people way later on. It's a big letdown considering how Martin is usually very good at creating complex characters, 
These guys could have added a lot more depth to the story, but they're stuck in their initial roles and we do not even have a personality for them. They're all the same characters, pretty much. The only difference between Eri and Zikwi is their boob size, and for the Blood Riders, their weapons, who to this day, after so many rereads, I only remember that Rakaro has the Arak Danny gave him, but the rest I don't remember without checking. <laughs> so yeah, given Martin's talent for crafting multifaceted characters, the very one-dimensional portrayal of these individuals, especially when compared to other minor characters' development, feels disappointing and like a missed opportunity to enrich the narrative and explore the Dothraki culture more. All in all, not a good job here, in my opinion. And lastly, pacing. Pacing is essential in storytelling because it influences how the audience experiences a narrative. It controls the ebb and flow of emotions, the balance between action and exposition, and the timing of key reveals. By mastering pacing, storytellers can create more engaging, emotionally resonant, and satisfying narratives, even if the story isn't the most innovative thing ever. The longer the story, the more difficult it is to maintain a good pacing throughout. Now, George Martin, before A Song of Ice and Fire, was writing mostly shorter stories, and he's great at that. You can see it inside the novels as well. The A Dance with Dragons prologue is amazing on its own as a short story, and the individual chapters are never boring on their own. Then, Miss Cat, why are there so many chapters and storylines that people say are boring? Because there are issues with the overall pacing between these chapters and POVs. I tend to like chapters that many fans find boring. And I always thought, why though? It is a great chapter, it has lore, it has actions, it has this, it has that. Why do people not like it? To understand how much I enjoy parts of the story people find boring, I love A Feast for Crows, and Bran's chapters are my favorite. For many years, these were extremely unpopular opinions to have in the fandom. They still are, but to a lesser extent. So I sat down and thought, why is that? And then I understood that, oh, they have the same issue I have with many movies and TV series, especially these last few years. Have you ever seen a movie that is not a bad movie per se, the writing was decent, the acting was okay, the movie looked good, and the script was promising, but for some reason, it didn't click, even though it should have. When this happens, and there isn't something you can point specifically as the issue, the 99% it is because of the pacing. Bad pacing can be very easy to spot, but weird pacing is very hard to spot, and you stay there wondering why was this not good, even though it wasn't bad. George being a short story is author, was very smart to have many different POVs in the series because he can still use his strength to his advantage and have the readers bond with many different characters. But he isn't as comfortable with how to place these POVs throughout the novels and his gardening style writing doesn't help with this very much, I imagine. And this is the reason why many characters are considered to have boring chapters when they aren't really and why A Fist for Crows was not well-liked when it came out but grew on people. According to George Martin, himself, but also by reading the story, it is obvious who the main characters are. Danny, Bran, John, Arya, and Tyrion. We have many important characters like Theon, Sansa, Davos, Jaime, Cersei, Kat, and Ned, but it is obvious that no, they aren't slash weren't the main ones. It is very difficult to balance so many POVs, and considering this is his first large project and it is that complicated, he handles it like a champ, but obviously there are places where he missed, I think. First of all, about Bran. I will have a full video about Bran and his chapters because he is my favorite and I am biased, sue me. But one of the reasons people do not resonate with him, I think, is the pacing. 
Bran's chapters compared to other main characters are very few and also very sparse. It makes sense since he has a mainly magic-related storyline and having many chapters of his is gonna spoil a lot, but still, this doesn't help many readers to understand and enjoy him as a character. Bran has only 21 chapters, 7 in A Game of Thrones, 7 in A Class of Kings, 4 in A Storm of Swords, none in Fist, and only 3 in A Dance with Dragons. Unlike other main characters with many chapters, Bran would benefit from at least one chapter in Fist, I think. I know it isn't very easy to balance everything and there are reasons why POVs are in specific books, but that doesn't change the fact that minor changes to make the POVs more even would help. I would even prefer for him to have one chapter in A Fist for Crows and only two in Dance. At least then he would not be completely forgotten and dismissed by many readers. And that brings me to Fist. Fist is the fourth book, and when it came out years after A Storm of Swords, it had mostly newer POVs, with none of our main five, apart from Arya, having chapters in it. It was a big hole to the main plot. If all these somewhat separated storylines were introduced to previous books more or better, and A Fist for Crows had at least one more main character and not just Arya, I think people wouldn't be so negative about it in the beginning. It would help readers to warm up to the newer storylines and POVs who are actually very interesting and amazing. Am I biased because I like the Ironborn storyline? Yes, I am, but because it is a good storyline. <laughs> and if the pacing was better, more people would recognize from the start that it is a great storyline with very interesting characters. The same goes for the Brienne chapters in Feast. They are not boring, but the fact is that they aren't helping to move the plot forward. There are eight of them, and all in one book, a book that is filled with new characters, plot lines, and POVs. It just made readers frustrated, and as a result, they didn't give them a chance when they are actually great. And the fact that many of the POVs we have in Feast are not just new ones, but kind of unlikable characters too, doesn't help. Dance also has a similar problem, kinda. Also new people and storylines, and on top of that, many many chapters from our main characters, but they were not necessarily ones that moved the plot. This is why some chapters of Dannys and Jones in Dance are considered boring, and for me personally, Tyrion's as well. Doesn't help that I don't like Tyrion, but anyway. <laughs> they are not bad chapters, but there are so many of them in one book, and in the previews, we didn't have any. So we expected the plot to move more. It did, but not as much. If all these chapters were spread out a little bit more evenly, not something crazy that would cause difficulty to the plot, but a little bit so the readers can enjoy them more. I think opinions like Feast was a bad book, Dance was not as good either, Bran is boring and Danny's chapters in Dance are bad wouldn't be as popular because they objectively are not. <laughs> and I think Arya is one character that everybody enjoys, not just because he's great, but also because he's the most consistent POV. Yes, the more magical her storyline gets, the fewer chapters we have, but we see her in every book and we do not have 15 chapters of her in one and none in the other. Uh, these last years, I have seen way more people say, yo, Fist was not as bad and Dance was actually good. Or these chapters are not that boring or bad. And the reason is that now we are familiar with the pacing and the plot progression and it doesn't feel so weird. And specifically about Fist, not only do we know what to expect, but we also have Dance ready to read. We do not have to wait years for it to come out, only to realize that the main characters are not in the book, and the next one is not here yet. We read it, enjoy the storyline, and open dance after. Easy as that. As for dance, from the first reread, it is easy to see that, damn, actually a lot of stuff happened, and it laid out the ground for the shit that is gonna hit the fan in the winds. I, 
being 25, obviously began the books when all five were out. So not having to wait for John's, Danny's and Bran's story to continue after I finished Storm was not a problem because I finished Feast fairly quickly and started dancing the same day. So I was never as critical with a book. But looking again, I think I get why people had issues and why these last years people start to appreciate these parts of the story more. It is because the pacing was not good. <laughs> now, A Dance with Dragons was always a book I enjoyed. A lot. And it was always kind of baffling that people were saying nothing happened because, yeah, a lot of things happened. Just not flashy stuff like 32 battles. But I think people were getting overwhelmed with how much stuff was going on after a book that put a stop to most main storylines. By the way, I think that pacing might be one of the reasons George Martin is struggling with wins too. Because now he has to balance all these characters and storylines. He's doing an admirable job considering the way he writes, the size of A Song of Ice and Fire, and the fact that this is his biggest project ever. But a more structured approach to writing would have benefited him in the long run, I think. Uh, this is it. I wanted to make this video because I like talking about stuff that I like, and that includes stuff I do not like as much in the stuff that I like. <laughs> if you enjoy my videos, do not forget to like and subscribe, and see you in the next one. Bye!